0: I'm Corey Glead, a clinical psychologist, and I specialize
1: in evidence-based treatment for anxiety, depression, and stress. And I'm Anna White. I'm a former Wall Street executive. I experienced severe burnout at one point in my career, and I discovered that it had a lot to do with my type C personality. Anna and I are
0: here to educate people about type C traits, which are being pathologically nice, putting the needs of others above yours, avoiding conflict... Always saying yes and
1: worrying excessively about disappointing other people. On each episode, we'll share personal stories and also strategies for how to live in healthier ways and how to prevent burnout. Hey everyone, today on our podcast, we're going to talk about dealing with mistakes because we type seers really dislike disappointing other people. We find making mistakes really, really painful. And for me, at the end of the day, it's all about letting other people down. And it ties back to feelings of not being as important as other people. It doesn't always have to be about the job. It can happen at home or socially. We worry about saying the wrong thing or maybe offending someone. So I tend to really overanalyze my mistakes. I ruminate about them. They keep me up at night. I beat myself up. I feel guilty. And for me, mistakes at work are really the toughest because the stakes can be really high. And somehow I feel like I might be jeopardizing the business or the team or even the
0: job itself. I'm so glad we're talking about this today. I, you know, I think that making mistakes and self-criticism is a huge challenge for so many people. Many of my patients struggle with this. It can lead to excessive rumination about making the mistake either in social situations or professionally. And unfortunately, this can lead to feeling hopeless, a lack of sleep, obviously. And in the worst situations, trying to get away these escape behaviors
1: like drinking or smoking pot or other drugs or excessive eating. And, you know, I think for types people, we just have a really hard time forgiving ourselves. When I look back at the mistakes that I've made in the past, I kind of moved on from them, but I never really forgave myself for making them. And I think that ties back into this deeply rooted belief that we've talked about, about feeling lesser than other people for whatever reason. And rumination and self-criticism doesn't really give us an opportunity for growth because we're so wrapped up in the blame and blaming ourselves that we can't really just step back and see if there was any type C behavior that led to the mistake.
0: So I just wanted to jump in here and say that um, I was listening to a really amazing podcast with this guest was Rick, Dr. Rick Hansen. And he was talking about this um, neurological pattern that When you do something negative or something negative happens to you, more neurons fire. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, uh, not as many fire when something positive happens. And you can think about it from a perspective in it is evolutionarily more healthy for you to remember when something bad happens. So you won't do it again. So certainly if you make a mistake, it can be a learning opportunity to think about, you know, what can I, how can I not let that happen next time? Unfortunately, because we have this neurological pattern of remembering these mistakes so much Sadly, it doesn't usually learn into, oh, let me see what I can do better next time. It it, learned, it, it turns more into, particularly for the type C person who is so prone to beating themselves up to so just a lot of self defecation and feeling sad
1: about themselves. Yeah. And on that point, I'll just tell a story about a mistake that I made at work where I was absolutely just mortified and beating myself up so much. So I had to send out an email to a very large group of people Uh, a managing director had come to me to say, "You, you need to get this out. And I didn't really take the time that I should have to kind of question this. It was coming from high up. And so I just was sort of like with this type C behavior of, I don't want to disappoint this person. I don't want to let them down. Yes, let's get it out. So I sent out the email and it ended up causing some ripple effects through the organization that were not great, to be honest with you. And I lost a ton of sleep over this. I beat myself up. I had thoughts about quitting. I had thoughts about just taking a step down because I just felt so just embarrassed and guilty. And I I did create more work for a lot of people. And that was not a great feeling. And I think when I think about this, the type C in me, you know, it was all about I, I, di- I couldn't stand disappointing this person. I didn't take that extra step of Let me protect myself in some way. Let me consider what's better for me and my career, as opposed to I need to please this person. I need to not disappoint this person. And I think that's the default type C behavior where you're just kind of numb to feeling and you are just driven by this desire to please. So really, in some ways, you never gave yourself enough time not to make the mistake.
0: You know, it's easy for me to say that because, you know, when you're in the middle of the mistake, it's so hard when you're ruminating and beating yourself up, but you really kind of set, you, you got set up kind of, it's so easy to look back and judge ourselves when we're standing here in the, in the future, looking back on this past situation, we have more information, you can see where you went wrong. And I think a lot of people do this, look back you know, with more information now and are so hard on themselves. But at that time, you didn't have this perspective. And in the moment you made the choice you thought was right. And yes, I think it's very clear that the type C behaviors drove that. And and now you have this reflection that you can think of. And I think it's really important to realize that in the moment you made the choice that you thought was right. And now the lesson you can learn in a healthier way is, you know, what you just said, which is I need to really, you know, balance my needs and think about not just people-pleasing someone else so much and worrying so much about upsetting them but not forget about myself. So in this particular situation, it's unclear that you could have foreseen the problems because this guy or this woman was was pushing so hard. It's hard to push back on that. So I think you know having some compassion about that. I have a lovely type C patient who has a lot of social anxiety issues, worries excessively about making mistakes and saying the wrong thing in social situations. So unfortunately, this can get to the point where, He has very limited friends. He doesn't engage with that many people. And sadly, if he does make a mistake, he's so hard on himself. And he can even have meltdowns. So he told me this story, which made me so sad. He was at this party, and by accident, he spilled some wine on this white carpet. And the host actually wasn't that upset with him. I mean, we've all been there,
1: right? (laughs) He must not spilled something at a party.
0: But he has this tendency to just turn it into such a huge situation for himself and make it so hard on himself that he was, he beats himself up significantly. He said he left the party. It was late at night. He walked around the city in the cold. He was so upset that he left without his jacket. He's beating himself up. And frankly, he's walking around in the middle of the night, like, you know, in New York City, it was late. He's also kind of putting himself in
1: danger. And what's sad about that story is when you're hosting a party, you're fully expecting someone to spill something or something to go wrong. And I'm sure that the host was incredibly gracious about it. Right.
0: And so, you know,
1: causing so
0: much pain, excess, extra pain to yourself, being so hard on yourself. I just want to add a little note here that um, severe social anxiety in certain situations and worrying so much about upsetting other people can really get you stuck in your head to the point where sometimes even almost paranoid thoughts can happen. You can think that you've upset someone or think that someone's angry at you or think that someone might even try to hurt or harm you in some way. And I just want to make the point that Obviously, this can lead to really challenges and even avoiding behavior and problems for you. So if anything like this is impacting you or someone you know, definitely encourage them or think to yourself about reaching out and getting some help around this. It's not a crazy thing to happen. It can happen.
1: And it's really important just to not sit and be all alone with this. I think that's such an important point, because when I look back at a few mistakes that I made professionally I think sometimes when you wake up in the night and you think about these things everything is far worse than it actually is and I've definitely gone down the paranoid path to the point where I felt like I was going to you know blow up the firm or I was going to blow up a deal or you know like disband the team but just extreme thinking that way that definitely verged on the on the side of paranoia. I mean you just said I was laughing not while you were talking
0: about something really painful but why? It's just, so, there's a whole other sidebar, but the middle of the night, <laughs> Why is something so like a worry? I mean, I will just wake up in the middle of the night, it's like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, and something will seem so challenging and so overwhelming. And then, you know, if I go back to sleep or as the day continues,
1: I'll just realize, gosh,
0: you know, yes, that's a challenge or a problem. But there's definitely something
1: about the middle of the night. I know we need to explore that more. <laughs> anyway, there are so many tools that we can talk about here. And it's really important that we cover as many of these as we can because there's good ones. I think number one is having just compassion for yourself. And I don't feel like I'm qualified to talk about this because I did not have compassion for myself, but I'm a little more enlightened now, but just remembering that we all make mistakes. And if your mind goes back to that place, every time you think of it, we just have to notice that we're judging ourselves and what it does to our moods and to our bodies. Um, And what perspective can we add to this memory moving forward that can help us get unstuck? For example, in my mistake, I could add that I have a different perspective now. I didn't have all that information in the moment. Also, I've now seen the fallout and it wasn't as bad as I actually thought it was going to be. So I need to remember that for the next time that my mind has a tendency to just make things a little bit more severe than they actually are. Let me also just say one quick thing about rumination here. Part of this process,
0: you know, is is going back and beating yourself up and thinking about it repeatedly. I think we've talked about this on another podcast, but I just want to remind everyone about rumination. Um, It is never helpful, but that's an important thing to think about, which is the first time you think about something, is there something that can be learned here? So as you just said, you know, what kind of perspective or what can you learn from what happened? What could you do differently next time? But if you have already done that repeatedly Can Would you be willing to let it go?
1: That's just a point that I wanted to make. There's also something to be said for keeping your mistakes in relative comparison to other people. We've all Mm -hmm. made mistakes. There have been people out there that have made huge, horrendous, awful ones, and they're still fine, right? Sometimes I have to remind myself of that even though I made this mistake, people have done far worse Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. life has gone on. I think one important thing that we have to think about here is that self-validation can be really hard for the type C person. And that's why it's harder for us to be self-compassionate. We've had these beliefs that we're not as important as other people and that can make it just be that, much harder to treat ourselves with, you know, a lot of compassion.
0: Absolutely. I, I definitely have lots of patients who say things like, you know, well, that applies to other people, which actually leads to, but not me, but that leads to the the next thing that I wanted to say. So there's this great exercise that maybe you could try, which is the, what would you say to a friend? We are so much more judgmental of ourselves than we are to other people. So when that judgment or being yourself shows up, try to think about how can you validate the disappointment, but in a kinder way, you could say something to yourself, like a little silly thing, like thanks mind for reminding me of that horrible mistake. Clearly I'm saying that sarcastically, that was really upsetting. We all make mistakes and I need to be kinder to myself about this and try to let go of beating myself up. Then your mind should get engaged in something else. So there is this great idea called active rest or healthy distraction. Uh, For me, uh, two things that I find are really great are puzzles. So it can be very hard for your mind, at least for me, to my mind to wander into worrying or beating myself up, a puzzle is a great way or any type of activity that really you have to concentrate on. So for me, I love to ski, but a dance class or even something that's technically hard, like rock climbing or playing tennis or anything that can involve really focus is a great way to get out of that negative mindset
1: and just to hammer the point home about you know thinking about what can we learn from this in order to help ourselves in the future and move forward and how can we be more aware of our type c tendencies did the avoidance of upsetting other people push us to do something at a speed that might have cost us in the long run like it did for me it's so important to just be aware of those things and one of the thing we talked about this in our last podcast about marriage and relationships one skill is related to what I was just saying is this idea of pausing. And taking that pause to just slow down, put some distance between you and the situation, you and whatever emotion is arising, and just carefully considering and reflecting on it before we actually respond.
0: And we actually talked about this last time, and it might just be something to kind of keep reminding yourself of journaling or writing stuff out is a great way to take a pause and really get some, some better perspective from the situation and ideally lead to a little bit more kindness about your kindness to yourself such as, you know, other people make mistakes. I'm not the only one. So we just want to add one new exciting thing, which is that we are looking for podcast guests. So if you have a type C story that you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at typectoolbox at gmail.com. We are also looking for people who would like to participate in sharing their type C story in a book. So let us know if you're interested. So we really hope you liked the episode today. And speaking of liking, we'd love to for you to go on iTunes and put some stars on there if you like the episode, even write a review if you'd like to.
1: There are a lot of ways to get in touch with us. If there are topics you'd love for us to cover, you can email us. It's typectoolbox at gmail.com. You can go to our blog, typectoolbox.com. There are links there to get in touch with us. And also check out our Instagram feed. We've got a lot of quick hit videos covering a lot of these topics. And we'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening today. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It's not meant to be a substitute for mental health treatment. If you're having a mental health emergency, please dial 911. If you're looking for mental health treatment, please visit the National Alliance on Mental Illness website at NAMI, which is N-A-M-I dot org.